Welcome to the Closing Time Podcast for the week of November 17th, 2019. I am Joe McGuire. She is Abby Bro. We welcome you to another exciting episode. There's so much to talk about, including mm-hmm. some really controversial news in the business. Um, we'll kind of delve into that in just a minute. But, but first, uh, we just put out um, our magazine. Yep. Uh, tell them a little bit about the whole process and doing it, because this is a really cool magazine. Yeah. And we'll tell you kind of what it is and how it works. Well, we partnered with American Lifestyle, and if you are a realtor, you've probably heard of them. They've probably been knocking on your door, you know, popping up your emails. Um, but we, it made sense for us as a great way to stay in touch with our clients and kind of give them, um, you know, a little treat in their mailbox. So they got a really high quality magazine with our face all over it, um, a couple ads in there that we designed personally um, for our business and to say thank you for our clients. And I think- And really cool articles inside. Yeah, the articles are really good. Um, There was one this time with from like Carla from The Chew. Yeah. The Chew. And she was also on Top Chef one of those seasons. But um, yeah, so really great stuff. The response, it dropped this week. The response so far has been awesome. Somebody, a couple of the clients have actually, you know, posted it on their Instagrams, which I really appreciate, so thank you. Um, But yeah, so ultimately we would love to have this result in us helping, um, you know, friends and family of our clients uh, find homes or sell their homes. Um, But really it's just a way to touch your clients, and we're doing it four times a year during quarterly. So we're actually, we'll leave a little link in the description box if you guys want to check it out. My mom got it in the mail and I think thought, like she didn't, she messaged me like she didn't know I knew I was on the cover of a magazine. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, and we're not, we're, I mean, our picture's on the front, but like there's an actual cover on the magazine. But yeah, she, she really, I think she thought it was like, Best Realtor in the World magazine. Yeah, that's and adorable. Yeah, like I had won some sort of honor, but yeah. whatever. Yeah, uh, totally but yeah. like plausible. I get it. Yeah. My mom loves me. <laughs> really cool magazine. Uh, and and again, as you mentioned, the quality. I mean, I remember looking at it when they were making their pitch, and I was like, we should do this. Yeah. This thing's amazing. I, I just. You know, it's 2019. I mean, magazines, if you're going to do a magazine, it should be high quality and uh, American lifestyle. Yeah, so far we're really happy. (laughs) All right. So we'll let you know how that all goes. Uh, Meanwhile, big story this week. Controversy. Controversial story because there's people on both sides of the aisle here. But uh, Bright MLS, which is the Mid-Atlantic region, 95,000 members put into effect a new rule about pocket listings. Right. Uh, Now, a pocket listing uh, is a listing that spends some, if not all of its life, off the market. Mm -hmm. And then it goes- So not actually being advertised on the MLS. Right, but it's being advertised by the agent. Yeah, it could be a mass email to a database, um, Facebook marketing, things like that. And, and so the, the question, I guess, has come up because this is something, I guess, that's more prevalent in very high-priced homes. I, that's where I've seen it. Homes where maybe you just don't want to have an open house and have the public just walk, you know, kind right. of trounce to your house. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think the question's been asked by people because now, according to this new policy, you've got one business day to get your listing once you've publicly uh, marketed it in any way. That's uh, anything from flyers to yard signs to digital marketing, email blasts, Facebook, whatever you do, you've got one day or you're facing a $5,000 fine. That's a big one. Yeah. (laughs) But there's some question about, 
well, what if my client doesn't want to put their home on MLS? Right. And, you know, this is all part of competition and transparency. That's one side's complaining, you know, you it's part of the debate. You know, there's there's a lot of questions in this business about transparency. It's something everyone's trying to be a little more upfront about. A pocket listing isn't very transparent. And if I don't if I can't show a house, yeah. It's I mean, how am I gonna sell it? Right. I mean some of the Right. And so some of the um, arguments against this new ruling would be, um, you know, this is a big mistake. Some agents are saying this one in, in Texas, they're saying, you know, what if your clients don't want to be on the MLS? Um, the only choice we have with this new policy is no public marketing. So, you know, where is the customer's or the consumer or sorry, the customer's choice in this new ruling? Um, so it's either you list with a realtor and have your house on the MLS or you don't. And so some other realtors are saying this might deter sellers who don't want their um, homes on the MLS um, from choosing to list their house with a realtor. So that might take business away from us in these sort of circumstances. I can't remember the last time I saw a multi-million dollar FISBO. Right. I mean, again, I think if, if you're a person but of means, they... the idea of using a realtor to market and sell your home just makes more sense, but... yeah. I think you're also running into the problem where those same folks are like, well, look, I don't want every, you know, everybody in town coming by my house. Right. But will this open up for another sort of sales tactic for another sort of business where you're not a realtor, but you are marketing the home professionally um, outside of the MLS? for homeowners. I mean, who knows? Did you just come up with the yeah, maybe did. next best idea for 2020? <laughs> maybe. Let's copyright that idea right. before we release that this. <laughs> um, but the majority of people involved in this decision um, and realtors are for it. So some of the reasons that people are for it, you know, this is good for all realtors, it's good for all clients, all buyers, all sellers, everyone. Um, and adding that, uh, off MLS marketing is not pro-consumer, which is the experience that I've experienced. Mm -hmm. This is what I come into, because um, I know last spring I was looking in a market that is notorious for pocket listings, and I was not aware of all of the uh, properties that were available for my clients, and it made me look like a bad realtor. You know, when all of a sudden a, a house on the street they were looking for was sold out of the blue. And my realtor or my, my clients are like, why didn't you show us this home? This is one of those issues where the number of people that would literally be affected by it, mm -hmm. by not having pocket listings, could not dull in comparison any more than the people it would benefit. Right. It's a, it's a handful of people yeah. that really want this and would be served by it. And then there's literally everybody else. Mm -hmm. So I feel like I'm on their side right now. Yeah. That's where I think I'm heading. Yeah. Not that we need to take sides, <laughs> but if we did. If we did. I think that's where I would be going with this. Now, uh, the National Association of Realtors is implementing this policy. Mm -hmm. um, it was updated on Veterans Day uh, and, and basically says... But it doesn't um, go into effect until January. That is correct. Yeah. Yep. Um, but just be aware, this policy is in place now. One day, $5,000 fine. One day. Yeah. So... $5,000. Goodbye, pocket listings. Yeah, good. I hardly knew you. <laughs>
Now, another uh, pretty hot topic, especially here in Connecticut, is something you're, for whatever reason... I don't know why. I'm, like, super into you're this. You're obsessed... Kind of. ...with little houses. Little ones. Tiny, Tiny houses. Tiny ones, if you will. Uh, so we're going to tell you about Catherine McCormick, who came up with a tiny solution mm -hmm. to New Haven's big problem with affordable housing. 100 square foot plus little homes on top of uh, vacant city-owned lots in the municipal uh, were in violation of the of the zoning board, basically. And so uh, Ms. McCormick, who is a Quinnipiac University law student, um, basically went before the board and, and has gotten them to uh, work here on changing the uh, the zoning to allow to these allow tiny it, homes. Right. Because obviously, look, there's issues in a tiny home. Number one being, uh, you know, every home has, has fire codes yes. that it has to abide by. Health and safety issues. And for these little homes... They completely didn't apply, yeah. which is going to bring up Appendix Q, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, getting back to Ms. McCormick for a minute, what a great idea for the city of New Haven. Mm -hmm. You know, Obviously, affordable housing is something that is in great demand right now. Um, they're just looking to sort of diversify the city's housing stock and increase the supply of low-cost, low-rent lodgings throughout the city. Right, and I mean, the people that have come to me wanting tiny homes, and I've had to research and fig finally figure out, sorry, it's not possible for you at this time in this location that you're looking, um, are teachers, nurses, single um, people that don't want the burden of a large home to maintain. You know, maybe they have a traveling kind of lifestyle, transient sort of lifestyle, um, but they do want a small place to call home. Um, and this would be a great option, and I'm so excited that things are kind of gearing towards that way. Yeah, and so the state of Connecticut, the state building inspector, the state fire marshal, and the Codes and Standards Committee have announced uh, their intent to adopt the 2020 state building and fire safety codes um, for next year. Uh, and basically that will relax various requirements for houses that are 400 square feet or less. That is so small. Again, uh, <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny because some of, the, some of the regulations that are being relaxed are things like handrails, mm -hmm. compact stairs, yeah. uh, headroom ladders, reduced ceiling heights. For the locks yeah. and Yeah. And of course the emergency escape, which is so important. And I think, it is. you know... Where, where the city was initially trying to prevent this, I mean, it's it's a safety issue, number one, that they're concerned about. And obviously, if you were to allow that, you'd be setting yourself for liability right. lawsuits. Uh, the International Residential Code is a comprehensive, standalone residential code that creates minimum regulations for one and two family dwellings of three stories or less, uh, just so you kind of understand, you know, where this is all coming from. But again, great news for Connecticut yeah. and for you in particular yeah. and for all of your, uh, your tiny home people. My tiny home people. I know, you know, it's, but I hear that people ultimately decide that it's not for them after a short amount of time. <laughs> it wouldn't be for me. I would dream of it, um, as like something that it could work for myself in the same way that I would love to Marie Kondo my life and still hasn't happened. Well, you know, too, um, I know we had talked about, like, those little modular homes right. that you could buy. Yeah, with know, our, yeah, with You obviously builder. wouldn't do it now because you have a husband and a, and a, and a boy, a right. young boy. <clears throat> and but, two cats. 
but uh, um, Abby from a few years ago might oh, have, might have lived out in the woods in one of these. Over that. Yeah. 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 And not only that, not even just in the woods, but um, you see these communities where all these friends are just kind of creating these homes, these smaller homes, and living in the one neighborhood so that they can grow up in a community, you know, like this. And it, it's happening everywhere. And the fact that it's happening, starting to happen in Connecticut, it's just really exciting. There's going to be like a whole like for it. generation of people who live in tiny homes. Yeah, like huts. They're going to form their like own like in, group. Oh, it's great. I'm kidding. I'm so yeah. excited. It's the future, yeah. people. It's the yeah. future. Now, uh, <laughs> we, we reported on a story earlier this year. Uh, oh, this is terrible. And we're bringing it back up <laughs> because there's been... Uh, I mean, listen, of, no judgment. <laughs> we're starting off with no judgment. <laughs> you may recall uh, earlier this year, the owners of a notorious Pennsylvania home hit mm -hmm. the market, and, and uh, both Redfin and Zillow uh, pulled the property off the market because as you went through the pictures of this beautiful colonial-style home. Four-bedroom colonial, like a mini version of the McAllister home. Very much so. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Brick, nice. From home alone. From home alone. Uh, $750,000 house. Mm -hmm. But as you click through the photos, uh, it revealed a basement decked out with uh, whips and chains and... Uh, Whistles, yo-yos. Yeah, very much like uh, 50 Shades of Grey. Like yeah. it's the set of 50 Shades of Grey. Um, got a lot of attention, but mm -hmm. it was flagged for inappropriate content, mm -hmm. and it was pulled off both Zillow and Redfin. <laughs> um, it, it, it's, you know, I guess to each his own. Yeah, no, no it's, judgment. It's one of those Super things. excited for you. Yeah. But, you know, I guess when, you know, you have to understand, I think, when you're, when you're marketing, but no matter where you're marketing and what you're marketing, you have to, there's a, a level of appropriateness. Yeah. And... I mean, again, as I scroll through the pictures in my head, which I've never been able to get them out of yeah. my head after I saw right. it, um, I thought, you know, that might not be the best idea. Mm -hmm. It's like the one we had a few weeks ago where the house was, uh, the pictures on MLS, the house was on fire. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Get this yeah. burning hot deal. <laughs> um, great idea. A little more appropriate, I suppose. But this house has ended up on our podcast twice. Yeah. In the past year. Oh, I think I so see there what you you're saying. We're talking yes. about this. This is the second time. <laughs> Here's my favorite part. Yeah. Uh, the owner of the home says that the property, because they've now decided to, um, it's basically an Airbnb. Yeah. But it's not on Airbnb, so don't look for it there. Um, <laughs> they're running it through a rental company called uh, Mason XS, and it is booked solid for the next six months. Yikes. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Good for everybody. Good for everybody. Good for everybody going there, the owners and everybody else. Yeah. Um, Good times. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember a few, four or five years ago, maybe a, uh, a realtor in our office listed a home, Northford somewhere, with mirrors on the ceiling in the oh, master bedroom? Oh, yes. I... <laughs> Had tried to forget about that. Yeah, and they Thank were you like, for burning the, that back They in. were in the pictures, you know? You can't really hide it. It's sold. Yeah. To of a very happy it's... couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, again, there's there's a home for everybody. There is a home there? for everybody, and everybody needs a home. 
So that will do it for this week's episode. You can get uh, links to all these stories by visiting clovercrestmedia.com. Click on the link for the Closing Time podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, if you're watching the video, thank you for that. You'll find us on YouTube. Uh, we're also on all of your um, podcasting platforms, iTunes, Spotify, pretty much wherever you, you go. Just search for The Closing Time Podcast. Mm -hmm. That's all you got to do. Very important. Yep. Um, well, again, we'll have that link uh, up on the site as well for American Lifestyle. We thank you so much for watching. We will catch you next week. For Abby Bro, I'm Joe McGuire. Thanks for watching the Closing Time Podcast.